Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 13 of the Blown to Bits podcast. My name is Adam, and I am joined by... Ryan. And Charlie. You say Ryan the same way every time. It's Ryan. (laughs) Ryan. It's my thing. (laughs) Okay, so real quick, I want to go ahead and throw this one out there. I watched 45 minutes of gameplay from Anthem today. It was uh, on IGN, and it's looking pretty fucking awesome, dude. I'm not going to lie. Adam. Adam. Why don't you tell us about it? I will. I will. Just <laughs> hey, I want to hear about it. Can you, can you tell me about it already, please? Yeah. Hey, have you what seen did you do today, Adam? Oh, I've, God. I've seen the initial video. You don't want to know what I did today. Never mind. I'm, no. I'm not going to go no. into it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I actually didn't really do anything today. I just kind of wanted to pique your interest. Uh, so you saw the initial video, Charlie. You said... I did, yes. Like the What'd big announcement trailer? Yeah. Well, I mean, it looks really pretty. I like the, the idea of the gears and guns and everything. So, I mean, I'll probably pick it up. I mean, co-op, uh, I don't think they're doing any sort of PvP in it. I mean, I'm down. I mean, co-op, I'm always I'm always big for. Like, uh, uh, Monster Hunter was, was a big, big thing for me. I like pairing up with, like, squads of four and just going down and taking down some big old monsters. I love Monster Hunter with a passion. That's one of me and Ryan's favorite games of all time. Mm-hmm. So if it's not PvP, what are the... Who's the enemy? Well, there's different factions. It's, it reminds me a lot of Destiny, how there's different types of enemies that are down, like, out in the open world, which looks like sort of like an overgrown sort of Earth. I don't know if you're on Earth or not, but... It's it, there's some I've seen that are even in javelins, which are like the suits of armor that you wear. I've seen some that are in javelins, just like you are, like the same classes. Um, and then I've seen there's monsters, like sort of like creatures and shit that are out there that you can fight against. The uh, carnivorous ones that'll like come out of the the trees and like try to bite your fucking head off. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Um, one thing I, I did notice in the 45 minute gameplay was this is definite they're definitely it almost feels like these guys listened to everything that everybody wanted from destiny and hated that they didn't do and felt kind of let on by and they took all of that stuff and were like we're gonna put it in our game so there's random events now so like the you know how destiny has the global events mm-hmm it's they have that but they're randomized now so they can happen anywhere and every time they're a little bit different like this time it might happen over on this side of the continent and it'll have you defending this objective while these enemies come out of the ground and try to kill you and one of your teammates has to run around and like collect these data streams and try to bring them back to the center to close this sort of like fissure it looks like i think they call it a relic is what they call it so heavy co-op what is the objective of the game is it loot based Yes, there's loot. Um, I'm hoping it's more akin to a sort of a light Diablo loot system. I know you pick up several different guns and weapons and things like that. Um, there's crafting in it, which was a huge perk to me. Um, so you can actually go out and collect materials and farm different things from different areas and bring them back to your base and make things out of them. What's the base? Uh, the base, there's a giant city that we saw in the first trailer, and it's sort of like a, a hub where all these people that they look like humans, I'm guessing they're humans, are all living. And then there's these mobile base things that you go out in, like these giant walkers, kind of like the Horizon Zero Dawn walker things. Mm-hmm. 
and there's like they have like a, a base inside this sort of cockpit at the top of them and you take that out and it's sort of like at it acts like a mobile base of operations where you can go back to and during a mission and probably resupply or drop off stuff if you inv- get inventory like crammed full of shit you know but I'm it sounds like it's going to be fun. Yes, I think it's literally going to murder Destiny, which I hope so because Destiny is a to me was a classic example of let's not listen to our fan base or learn from our mistakes. Destiny, At least that's how I feel. Yeah. I feel like Destiny 2's dead already. Like I don't know anybody that still plays it. I know some people that still play it. But I think they kind of, sh- they it's almost like they intentionally shot themselves in the foot. You know what I mean? Just why would you play a game like that's not good when there's so many other good ones out there? Well, I do think there are good things about Destiny 2. You know, the, the shooting is really solid. The voice acting's great. You know, the graphics are pretty damn good. But yeah, there's just nothing to do. Right. There's nothing the style to do. was pretty neat. But I think Anthem's like uh, aesthetic looks a lot neater than than Destiny was. It like appeals a lot more to me. Yeah. And I, I kind of get like a, a, an armored core kind of feel to it, like yeah. with uh, their little rigs and everything, with the guns and attached and everything. See, when I first saw the initial trailer, I thought Lost Planet meets Pandora. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can see some Lost Planet in there for sure, which I really bringing that up that has me really having my fingers crossed that Capcom's going to make us a new lost planet after they successfully have rebooted resident evil and monster hunter um and they were it was supposedly a few years back there was a project that got leaked that was that looked a lot like lost planet but we haven't heard anything about it yet don't you love it when games like get all this hype and then they disappear that's my favorite thing (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I, I think a new Lost Planet would be really good if it followed suit with Monster Hunter World, and it's pretty much like a futuristic Monster Hunter in in a way, you know. If you could uh, have the continuation of a series, what would it be? Well, I mean, just any series. Yeah, I mean, you know, like how everybody jokes about like Half Life Three and how they want it. Like, I definitely you- would never have Half Life Three. <laughs> I, I never liked those games. <laughs> I I was actually a big fan of both the first and second Half Life, and I would I'm on the I'm on the Half Life Three train myself. But I think it's gotten more to the point where now it's just kind of a lore, yeah, like, just a myth, yeah, just like the un, unknown. I I bet they've thought about doing it, and they decided not to just to keep the meme alive. I could see that happening. Just like season two of Firefly. Yeah, yeah. never gonna happen. <laughs> Oh, that one! That one really hurts. That one hurts so bad. <laughs> yeah, they I never even we were finished about season videos. one. Yeah, that yeah, it hurts. It it hurts me deep down in my core. Dude, have you watched uh, Nathan Fillion's new show, The Rookie? No, you were talking about it though the other day. It's so good. I mean, anything that tu- that man touches is gold. But they did an excellent job on The Rookie. I'll have to it, watch it. I mean, it's. Right off the bat, it just starts out great, and it just keeps going. What's it airing on? Do you know? Is it TV? Is it? Yeah, it's... Hulu? No. no ABC or... Oh, uh, so I could... Some, I, I could probably... I watch it online. Is it CBS, maybe? 
Yeah, maybe CBS. I bet I could look into that CBS All Access on our Amazon Prime account. Maybe I could see if it's on there. Mm-hmm. Quite likely. So, as far as a continuation of any series, like any video game series that that they need to bring back, and they're already working on this, but I want it brought back in a more correct way, and I'm kind of afraid that they won't. Um, I would I would really like to have Metroid brought back in proper fashion. That would be cool. Because I, I feel like, and I may be in the minority on this, but I feel like Metroid Prime was never really where the series should have gone. What was that on? GameCube? Mm-hmm. GameCube yeah. and then Wii. See, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I understand like where you're coming from where like that's not what it should be, but I still thought it was a good game and I had a lot of fun. It was crazy to take it to that perspective um, in the it, Metroid series. Yeah. And I, well, I feel like it lost a lot of its more dark atmosphere because Super Metroid on the Super Nintendo was a very unsettling game. Oh yeah, from the get-go more or less. Yeah, like it's very you just really feel like sick to your stomach and just very uncomfortable about the place that you're in. Like it's very hostile. It it's not welcoming, you know, the everything's out to kill you. It's very dark and scary. Um, and I feel like Metroid Prime, it had some of that vibe to it, but I feel like Metroid Prime kind of went a little more in a cartoony fashion. I don't know. It's been so long since I've played it. All I remember is that I liked it. But then again, I didn't really get into the, the original first ones. The The first one on NES I never got into. I didn't get in get into them until the second one, which was on Game Boy. And that one was that was a really good one. Charlie, do you have a gamer series that you want? Man, to I was back? I'm trying to think about it. I, nothing just pops up into my mind right now. Like I'd like to see a new Ape Escape game. That would be like, awesome. Like that that'd be real cool to see it in like modern gen. I've never heard of that. Oh man, it was like one of the first games that came out like for the original PlayStation that used like the DualShock, like the dual stick analog. It controls. was the game that what DualShock was shown off with. When yeah. it had, yeah, dual analogs. Like, you just swipe the right analog stick to do your net, and, like, you had, like, a little helicopter thing. Like, you spin it around, and you hovered and flew around and stuff. It was really cool for the time, especially. Like, I never experienced anything like that. I kind of miss that level of creativity. Do you remember Simcopter? I never no. played. No. I remember playing that on, like, one of the old PCs, and it was, like, just big clunky and blocky but that sounds like a bad had, time uh, well i mean you would go around and you would have to like put out fires and like rescue people but it, it was more of like the the sounds were the funny part like if you didn't rescue someone like they would scream but it would be like you know that old 8-bit scream right <laughs> well, you'd pour water on somebody and they just like do this like little plopping sound Oh, that's funny. I don't know. Some some of those old PC games where a lot of people thought they were good, and if you go back and play them, they're atrocious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just going through like the, uh, the emulator that you sent me, I was like, man, some of these games are really bad. Yeah, some were. They, I feel like games didn't get really trustworthy until we hit the 16-bit era. You know, because there was... 
there was a lot of trash on the NES. I, I mean, come on. You, you got to admit, like, how many times did you go to the store, you know, and try to rent an NES game or, you know, want to buy one? And you, you get home and you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> or just, like, random games on there, like Jeopardy Sports Edition 1997. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to play that now. And Charlie probably remembers the, uh, you remember the the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde game? For for the old Nintendo? Yeah. Oh, no, I can't quite recall that one. Oh, it's oh, so man. bad. Go back and play it if you can. Was that like an old, old platformer or something? Like 2D side-scrolling? <laughs> Kinda. It was supposed to be, but it's just, it's bad, dude. It's real bad. You just gotta play it. I remember one of my biggest disappointments um, coming home from the uh, video rental store was this Nintendo game called Tagging Dragons. Um, and it basically was like a game of tag, like where you controlled, like it was a top down, um, kind of like labyrinth, uh, basically bite him up. Um, he just basically chased down the other dragon, tried to bite his tail all the way down to him. And, so it was like, kind of like versus snake. Yeah, kind of. Um, but it would like, you had like five minutes of like fun and then you're just like, Oh, I mean, what else can I do with this game? And so my brother and I were severely disappointed for the weekend. You didn't so just, just get into this fierce competition where you give up on the game being good and try to see who can be better at it. I think I ended up like just beating my brother like so many times in a row. He just like threw a hissy fit and just like didn't, didn't want to play with me anymore. <laughs> we used to come to blows like at many Nintendo games, though. How many years apart are you and your brother? Just two years. Two years, so man. See, like, I didn't we, have a brother. I had sisters, and I, I didn't get that luxury. See, my brothers and I were all four years apart, so any kind of gaming aspect, it was very biased for okay. whoever the, was older. Oh, I'm sure Sheldon just dominated you guys at certain points in your lives, and you would just get super frustrated. Well, we, we didn't really play video games together. Like when, when we played, we had the Sega Genesis and one controller, and Sonic the Hedgehog. Or we had, like, handheld. Like, we didn't really have a lot of versus games. You guys just had to take turns, more mm-hmm. or less, is where your conflict come from, yeah. came from. I think, like, the first, like, really aggressive multiplayer that we got into was GoldenEye on N64. And I had, remember I, going to your house, and you guys had the first Xbox at this point. This was right when you and I first met. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember playing... Do you remember that X-Men fighting game? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I remember playing. But I don't think... I don't remember Sheldon playing it. Um, I just remember JD played it with us. But that's that was really competitive in your household for a few days when I, when I was coming over. Yeah, I remember because I would always use Beast and he had a... a unstoppable combo where I could just put people in the corner and just mash a couple buttons. Oh yeah. And it would just keep hitting them over and over and over. It was so Mm. broken and I would just get so fucking pissed. I was like, come on, man. Like let's fight for real. (laughs) Like (laughs) the game was not well designed. (laughs) It it had a lot of flaws in it. What was it called? Was it X-Men mutant Academy two? Is that the one? I want to say it was like X-Men evolution. I don't know. I just I remember it was a fighting game though, and it was just it seemed cool at the time. I bet if we went back and tried to play it today, we'd be like, you know, this is really bad. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, I, well, I don't know. Games 
uh, on an Xbox that held up like still to this day, like the original Halo. It's still the original Halo is good, yeah. Especially the I, campaign. That's one of the best campaigns out there. Yeah, Halo 1 and 2 was my most competitive I've ever been in video games. I don't I know. You, the, you got pretty competitive um, in Call of Duty with me for a while in Black Ops, the first one. Yeah, when we joined that actual team. Mm-hmm. We were in a clan, and we were doing game battles. Like We were actually practicing every night. We, we played that game so much, it was ridiculous. Ah, the days before <laughs> kids. Responsibilities. Responsibilities? What are those? I don't know. I, I really did appreciate some of the old NES games, but like we were saying, there's just there's a few that you can go back and they're just pure gold. Like it, it, I remember Rescue Rangers was probably one of the best NES games that ever came out. Did you ever play that? I did. Yeah, uh, I loved that one. I just like all the Mario games. I don't know. I I never was a huge fan of the first one, honestly. The first Mario? Mm-hmm. Or, or Super Mario? The first Mario on NES. Oh. That's because 3 just kind of dominated all of them. I loved 3, and I enjoyed 2. But, uh, you know, when I actually... You might remember this, Charlie... Um, you remember when the Game Boy Advance first came out and they had Super Mario Advance, which was just sort of like a revamped version of Super Mario Brothers 2 from the NES? Yes. Yes. I, that was the first time I came to appreciate Super Mario Brothers 2 for how incredibly good that game was because we were driving from, I believe it was from Alaska. We were moving from Alaska down to here, down to Texas, and I had a Game Boy Advance and we were driving, so I, I was in the van all the time, you know, in the back just playing. And I was forced to play it and, and actually beat it. And I was like, holy shit, dude, this game is great. Like, <laughs> There was a lot to it. It was, it was It's probably my favorite uh, Mario game on the Nintendo. Which it actually wasn't even technically a Mario game at first. This is true. Doki Doki Panic or something like that, right? Yeah, it was made for like a, uh, a festival out in japan and they wanted to bring it to america but when you know they asked i can't remember the name of this guy they they had him test play you know some of the games or whatever they asked him you know would this do well in america and he was he was like no i mean maybe if it was mario you know he's like reskin everything is mario and they're like okay and then they did it and everyone was like oh shit this is great look at mario that explains why it's so much different than all the other mario games yeah, it's completely different. Uh, it, it's got similarities as far as the characters, and it's a platformer, but there's a lot more vertical movement in that game than any other Mario game that's come out. Instead of just side-scrolling, like you'll go up in the clouds and shit like that. Yeah, climbing those giant towers to get the key to awaken the Fanto. Oh, so yeah. Just, or just to worst, drop all the way back down. Yeah. The, the worst was the sand, where you had to like dig. Oh, yes. Oh, I hated that. <laughs> uh, I think uh, Mario 64 is the best out of all of them. I think Super Mario 3D Land on the 3DS was my favorite. It was good. It was too fast for me, though. Too fast? Yeah, it was too... Like It didn't take very long to beat the game. Oh, no, it didn't. Not at all. 
to where it's like Mario 64 to get all 120 stars. Yeah. I mean, it would take you a long time. Yeah, I've seen uh, speedrunners do it really quick, but... <laughs> yeah, those guys are... Uh, Freaks of nature. Yeah. Gosh. Oh, they are. Yeah, I, I was watching some speedrunners be- do the original Mario on NES, and it was just obscene. I, I didn't. I couldn't even grasp how they were doing some of this shit without fucking up. They need to be in a movie and have Matt Damon stars a speedrunner. <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> that would be awesome. Speedrunning um, speed is such a great community, but I think they need to have like more like cutthroat competition between speedrunners. They like do? I, they do? No, well, no, they do, but I was going to say that whole fiasco with Twin Galaxies n- not really exposing, uh, what's his name, the King of Kong that cheated. Yeah. What? You know. I don't know he, about this. Uh, the guy that held the Donkey Kong record forever... He was uh, exposed as a massive fraud, like huge fraud. He was cheating using an emulator on a PC and splicing together footage and basically saying he held you know, the world record for Donkey Kong score-wise. And Twin Galaxies, which is the company that works with the Guinness Book of World Records to submit you know, all of the official scoring and everything... Um, took his word for it pretty much that he made the score. It didn't even like fully review the video correctly. It didn't have audio. You know, there was something completely off about it. Like if a video doesn't have audio, that's the first sign it's being spliced because they would be able to go through and see the, the audio ticks where they spliced it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they pretty much took his word for it and backed him up and didn't delete his scores for ever like didn't strip him of his records forever and so everybody's kind of at odds with that company right now yeah and he was such a big showboater too like he he was a piece of shit yeah real real (laughs) real piece of garbage really i've never even heard of him um after the show I'll, i'll send you a link real quick to just like a short video that kind of shows him and you can just look at him and it's almost like if somebody that should have been living in their mom's basement, got rich. That's, that's kind of That's that kind of how you describe it. Yeah. yeah, or if you want to spend more time, there's a documentary called The King of Kong, which is has him in it as a predominant character. Isn't that before he was exposed for cheating? Yes, yes, yeah. most definitely. Yeah. It, it gives you a real good idea of his character. I'll have to check it out. It's actually a really good documentary, too. It's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. If you can get over how cringy he is. <laughs> I don't know. You, you ever watch a movie with an actor in it, then you just hate that actor so much, but you want to like the uh, movie? Uh, yeah. It's hard. That's, yeah, it's kind of like that, that feeling you get. Well, I think that's about all we got time for today. Uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. It's been a blast. And um, as always, you can find me on Twitter at Talion. That's T-A-L-L-E-E-O-N, T-A-L-L-E-E-O-N. And guys, where else can we be found online? This is Charlie. Um, you can find me at <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at Twitter at Shunt underscore Trip. Um, yeah, dig it. This is Ryan. <laughs> Not Charlie. You can find me running the Blown to Bits Twitter. I got another follower. Nice. I'm proud of you. I've got what about one. um? We've got a Patreon too. 
Yes, we do. Charlie, who's our Patreon? Uh, Daniel, thank you so much for uh, giving us uh, your time and attention and a little bit of your money. Well, I meant more like we have a Patreon site you can go to. That's patreon.com slash blown to bits. But he would be a patron of the Patreon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's he is the patron. The best mm-hmm. one. Also, if you guys enjoyed this, tell someone about us. Yeah. That would so be put cool. Put the word out. That would yeah. be really cool. Share us with a friend. Be like, hey, you like video games? So do these guys. all right well thank y'all so much for tuning in and we'll catch you next week bye bye